Welcome to ISA's Arbor Views podcast, a series bringing you conversations with researchers and tree care experts about current issues in arboriculture. I'm Bob Polumsky, your host on this episode of Arbor Views. Dr. Ken James is an environmental and mechanical engineer specializing in tree dynamics and wind structures and biomechanics. He's been working with trees and arbors for the last 15 years and has developed a special research area investigating tree biomechanics using dynamic structural methods. He currently works with NSPEC in Australia and was previously with the University of Melbourne where he completed his PhD on tree dynamics. Today we'll be discussing a brief overview of urban tree bio biomechanics research, but we are going to focus on Dr. James's work with regard to wind and how trees respond uh, to, to the dynamics of wind. And uh, Dr. James, before we talk any further about this B word, biomechanics, please define it for us. Okay, thanks Bob. The biomechanics, as I see it, is really a combination of looking at biomechanics and mechanical systems. So with tree biomechanics, I'm really an engineer and taking an engineering view of a structure which happens to be a tree. So we're applying engineering methods to trees. So bi tree biomechanics is looking at the mechanical systems of trees. Very good. And, and uh, Ken, I would like us to focus uh, on an article, but also on your, your research as well. The article that you had published in the August 2012 issue of Arborist News titled Dynamics, Branches and Mature Urban Trees and Winds I think is a really nice overview uh, for arborists to understand not only the biomechanics but how trees respond to wind. But I also love the, your approach, an engineer looking at this living system and especially looking at how urban trees differ from forest trees and, and the paucity of research I would imagine in the urban forestry area with regard to wind dynamics. There's been a lot of research done on trees and winds. Winds are the, apply the largest loads on trees. Um, I come from Australia, so we don't, we don't have the ice and snow loads. So that's an area that is yet to be looked at in, in depth. But from the wind's point of view, the, the wind is the biggest load on the tree and the loads on the trees in forests and urban trees have been studied to some extent, but in the forestry area there's quite a lot of literature, but in the urban area not much. So an obvious question is what's the difference between a forest tree and an urban tree? Is it a species thing or the, the essential difference is branches. Forestry looks at wind and the damage done to a forest and they'll look at the wind speed and 10% damage and how they can prune or manage their forestry. They don't really look at specific individual trees. The same species of trees that once grew in a forest, we're now growing in urban environments and it doesn't have its neighbours as close and develops a lot more branches. So those branches, once a tree gets to above about 10 or 15 metres height, uh, the branches dominate the dynamic response and that hasn't been studied very much. Mm -hmm. Now to tell us, the, the, a lot of the research that has been done, uh, we talked about this earlier, where basically you use this pool method and you, and you look at how trees would respond to wind movement by just simply pulling that tree, but that doesn't really give you a, a good feel for what actually happens in the entire canopy or crown of the tree. Yes, when we're looking at mechanical systems, there are basically two methods of anal analyzing a structure. One's a static method and another's a dynamic method. The static tree pull, which is probably developed most out of Germany, is a method where you uh, put a rope on a tree and pull it 
and you attempt to simulate what happens in a wind. Uh, that has missed a few things, uh, which is picked up in dynamics. Uh, statics really measures the stiffness or the springiness of the tree, whereas dynamics looks at the dynamics movement, and it includes mass and particularly damping, how the energy is used up. And it's really, I, I believe the damping is the key to understanding how trees and uh, winds interact and in fact survive the high winds. I think the damping effect of branches is something that dynamic research is highlighting as being particularly important in urban trees. But also looking at dynamics, you're just introducing a lot of complexity as well because there's a lot going on when you take that dynamic approach. In a way that's true, the dynamics can get fairly complex, it's difficult to explain sometimes and an example would be taking a tree and let's say we have an idea to test that tree in winds, let's put it in a wind tunnel. Now wind tunnels by nature are very small so we can only use trees one, two, three metres tall and whilst the results from statics can be scaled up, the results from dynamics can't necessarily be scaled up. Now that doesn't mean the wind tunnel tests are wrong, but the wind tunnel tests find uh, drag coefficients and numbers that when you scale up the dynamic result may not say what happens to a larger tree. For example, a small tree in a wind tunnel may respond very differently to a giant sequoia out in the wind. It's not the same. Right. Now I'm already seeing how your work impacts arborists on the f in the field on the ground because noticing knowing how branches are impacted by wind there are ways of manipulating the crown perhaps to help these trees perhaps cope with hurricane strength winds perhaps or even uh, various uh, like you mentioned this uh, ice storms wind storms that may impact these trees that somehow we can manipulate the crown perhaps taking your data I, I guess from a practical point of view, you're talking about pruning, mm -hmm. and that's a, an obvious question is, what, what, how can this uh, dynamics theory be used in a practical sense? If we look at urban trees, and there isn't that much research, what, what's the effect of removing a branch? The key element that I think I'm finding is that removing a branch removes the damping, removes how the tree uses up energy. So if you take the branches off a tree, and in a, an example might be lion's tailing, where you take all the lower branches off the tree and you leave more or less a pole, it tends to then get a dynamic sway up, and the forces generated are much larger than if those branches were left on. I see. So it, it seems almost counterintuitive that removing a branch can actually be bad for a tree and increase the loads because you've removed some mass. Now. I'm not saying, well I'm definitely saying I'm an engineer and not an arborist, so I'm not advocating any pruning methods, but it is leading to a, a question of maybe we need to look at pruning, we need, need to look at different species and get a better understanding of how the tree survives long term in winds. And there's a general view in the industry that maybe pruning would be a short-term solution for an arborist to get paid for that month and do a lot of work or something. But maybe in the long term, it may be a bit detrimental. We may need to think this through. So 
I guess the research is leading to questions. Mm -hmm. I have more questions than answers at the moment. <laughs> well, and I'm also uh, wanted to follow up with regard to these these urban trees. Uh, they're growing in environments where, if they do collapse, we have targets, we have people, property at risk. And so I'm just thinking now, uh, with regard to your work, are there certain species you think that may respond much better? Uh, with regard to wind dynamics than other species? Are there excurrent forms better than decurrent forms? Because I'm now thinking that we could try to manipulate the crown perhaps with pruning or some other cultural techniques, but does it also boil down perhaps to that there may be some species that are, are probably more wind tolerant than other types, certain forms than others? That's a long question. So <laughs> <laughs> very, very complex. The research coming out of Montpellier in France using complex finite element analysis indicates it's the shape and the form of the tree that more dominates its dynamic response than the species. So that research says that it's the shape more than the species. However, the species is important from the strength characteristics and we heard the keynote speaker at the conference yesterday talking about climate change, global warming, more extreme wind events. This is a big issue for the future. So we need to select species that are going to be able to cope with future higher temperatures, drought conditions, not drop branches. And that research is just waiting to be done. We really don't know the answers yet. But I, I think as we follow this research naturally in all fields, this occurs, that we get to understand what we're doing with our environment and most people agree we need to look very carefully at our whole world environment and in our cities. Trees are a really important part of that and we need some long-term sustainable system. And uh, I understand that in, well, for the, our arborists, our listeners of Arborview to get more information about biomechanics, one can probably simply Google uh, biomechanics, but that would be probably a whole treasure trove of, of uh, information that may be difficult to digest. I, I mentioned your article earlier in Arborist News in the August 2012 issue, uh, Dynamics, Branches, and Mature Urban Trees and Winds. I think a really nice uh, overview with regard to wind dynamics. But do you, uh, are you aware of other sources that, that arborists, if they're interested to learn more about tree biomechanics, where they can go to? Yes, if you Google biomechanics, you come up with a wealth of responses on the human body. Medical research in biomechanics is huge. If you think of this in the wider context, the two strong materials used in nature are bones in animals and wood in trees. Both have the same characteristic. They respond to load. As we get older, we lose bone density. You need to load your bones to keep them strong. The same happens in trees. Trees respond to the loads. I guess with tree biomechanics, the best reference I could think of is uh, by Professor Carl Nicholas called Biomechanics and that sets down all the basic theories and understanding and essentially says trees like all other biological systems must obey the laws of physics and stand up and it's pretty simple what we're doing. Some of the analysis is complex but I think through this complex research we're going to come out with some, some fairly simple methods that are going to be very practically used by arborists. Very good Ken, appreciate that. It also had occurred to me that we do have our Science of Arboriculture podcast as well at the ISA website for uh, listeners interested in learning more about biodynamics. Sure. But I do uh, appreciate your time and sharing your expertise with us here on Arborviews today. Okay, thanks, Bob. 
I have been speaking to Dr. Ken James, an environmental and mechanical engineer specializing in tree dynamics and wind structures and biomechanics. He uh, works with NSPEC in Australia, and it's been a pleasure speaking with him today.